There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Jump Time Apple Podcast. What would have been round 12, 2020. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man... Who is uh, seems to be running through a banner with with a kid on each arm? It's it's oh, Adam Rosenbachs. Adam, Michael. What's, what's going on, mate? Mate, it's exciting times. Have you forgotten? This is the two hundred and fiftieth junk time episode. No way. No way. Oh, hang on. Sorry, I uh, thought some cannons and uh, firecrackers were going to go off then, but they didn't. Anyway. Congratulations, buddy! We got there. We got there. Now, a little question: So, how mm. have you got people in your you got people in your house holding up the banner? Okay, they've probably yep. spent a lot of time. I, I presume um, there might be a lot of spelling mistakes on that banner. Well, the banner is four point five meters wide, so we can all be the right distance apart from each other. I ran through the dead middle; they were one point five meters away from me, and each and three meters from each other. You it can was great. the distance, yeah, sure. And now, absolutely, the, very smart. I suppose the question is: the, the kids there, uh, nephew, mate, don't, don't worry about don't worry about where the kids came from, mate. <laughs> They're kids; they they're not crying anymore. Uh, I gave them uh, some Fenergan before, and. Uh, Ooh, they are dazed, and they are very happy to be here. Sure, but it's very dark and dingy where you are. I feel like I feel like there might be a bunker or a basement of some type. Where congratulations on our two hundred and fiftieth episode, Michael. <laughs> Mate, they said we'd never make it. Yeah, two hundred fifty. So I think we started around one twenty fourteen. Yes. Oh, just the hawks were flying, and uh, the blue- well, the blues were the blues, weren't they? <laughs> but we are we we actually what we're going to do for this episode we're going to pop our pop a highlights version of our first episode yes. uh, on the end of the episode so stick around for those people because I don't think you can find it on the internet anymore unless you've got the dark web. Um, That's right, and and if you listen to that episode, your voice sounds like uh, really high. <laughs> um, so it's only six <laughs> years ago today. <laughs> well, what's your what's your highlight oh, over the journey, Michael? Let's let's look back fondly. Uh, I'll I'll start. Uh, probably some of my highlights. There are a few episodes um, where you were in the USA, and so I had to get people in uh, Melbourne to help me out and do the show. They were great. We have actually done the show quite a bit overseas. Like uh, we did one. I was mm. in I was in London, and you were in Melbourne. Um, and then we've done what, believe- the last, what most of the last three years while we've been apart from Melbourne and Sydney. Oh, we've we've made it work. I believe there were occasional times when you may have been in Boston. Uh, uh, that's right. Yeah, I think I did a show when I was in fucking Boston. When yeah. I went to the fucking Cheers bar. <laughs> and that's right, because that would have been about a week before that. I would have been in New York on Job Watch. And so I was trying to find out the, the cafe where Job Watson was serving uh, coffee. And I think I think if if memory serves me correctly, I found it. 
And I went to it, if I remember correctly, twice, but it was an office building on a weekend. And therefore, yes, it was... Yes, sh- it was in the financial district, wasn't it? I'm not totally sure, but it was the... You couldn't get into the actual building because it was right, a weekend right. unless you had a pass. But if it yep. was like a Monday to Friday, you could have wanted in and got a coffee from Job. So, and we had leads. We had people like sending us around. I don't know oh, if they... Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if they were just trying to fuck with my holiday. <laughs> 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 but yeah, wow. What a journey. What a journey. So- it has been a fantastic journey. Do you have a highlight, Michael? Any? I mean, my, my favourite, I think. Who's your favourite guest? Come on. When you say favourite guest, mm. uh, draft expert, Craig Coombs, of course. Oh, of course, yes. That has been an absolutely fascinating journey with Coombs. Yes, I reckon we've done about five of them now with Craig. Yeah. And every year, like, people love it. Um, yeah. And, we, and, and surprisingly, Adam, like, we, you and I... Mm pick about eight or nine out of the top ten of the AFL draft, which is... We're fucking all over. I mean, we, we, we've done a great job. I <laughs> mean, Terry Wallace, if you want to step down as the list manager, mate, you and, fucking... And the thing I like about it is that we've done it with very little research. It, somehow yeah. we just kind of do it off the top of our head. I mean, Craig's there in the background, but we, we do it pretty much off the top of our head. We make him sound good. So we're going to put out the uh, first episode, highlights of the first episode at the end of the show, so stick around. Um, and, and one thing I noticed when I've listened back to it uh, is mm. that I throw to Adam and I say, please welcome the lovely Adam Rosenbachs, which, I, <laughs> which I, I haven't listened to episode two, but I would presume. <laughs> I would presume it went downhill first. That is the first time you've ever been referred to as the lovely. I mean, yes. I, from now on, I want to call you the very leggy Adam Rosenbachs. Thank you. I, I can take that from Rhonda Birchmore. I reckon she's losing height over the years, so I am very deserving of it. And hey, we want to say we, we want to put out the extra uh, the extra episode at the end of this one, just just to say thanks because we love what you guys do and we love doing it for you. And we've loved everyone who's jumped on board our Patreon. So if you go to Patreon.com/slash/JunkTimeAFLPod, uh, thank you to everyone who's jumped on board and helped us out in these in these dark times, Michael. When you know we're both six. I have six different names getting job seeker and job keeper at the moment. And <laughs> it's hard work, but it's worth it. And uh, we also want to plug the merch. So where can we get the uh, stubby holders, Adam? Stubby holders are at junktime.bigcartel.com. And, of course, we are out of doing very wells, but there are still others available. So, you know, you don't want to get freezing cold hands in the winter. And also, I've got myself a book out. So yep. don't forget the old Paris and Other Disappointments, which is available online and also as an audio book. So you can get that at uh, Audible, I guess. And also, if you want to email us at junktimeafopod at gmail.com, I can um, just do a quick little photocopy for you and just uh, ship it off. <laughs> the PDF. <laughs> yeah, a little cheaper. Yeah, just a little, you, now, just a little side hustle I've got during these tough times. I like it. Now, we are only days away from round two. How exciting. Yeah, Thursday night. So Collingwood Richmond are going to kick it off the MCG. I reckon probably crowd of about, oh, gee, you got it. I mean, people are hungry for football, so probably mm. 90, 95 support staff and yep. include the teams. Well, how many can the – t- they are limited to exactly how many people can be there from each team. So is it 40 from each team total? I actually – I had a feeling it was 100 from the round one times for each. But I may be talking shit there. But I, I for yeah, some okay. reason, the, the number 100 is in my head. Yeah, okay. Because you think about it, you got, what, 22 players, probably mm. three emergencies, then yep. support staff. And Where then do the emergencies go? Because usually they're up in the stands and you see shots of them, you know, well, just yeah. sitting in, sitting uncomfortably in suits in the freezing cold. But remember in round one that there was a couple of debutantes and they had their family in a box? 
Yes, so, that is right. Yeah, so I, I, it may have been 50, it may have been 100. I feel like 50 might be too small. Because then yep. you also have officials, you have... Uh, Physios. You know, yeah, umpires, you know, probably um, ambulance staff and the like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like it was 100 each. So it's going to be a cracker jack at the it's MCG. But at least, you know, pubs are open. You can go get yourself a meal, watch part of the game, and then move on because the next people need to come into the pub to take your seat. What's your pub action been like? Have you been to one? Yes, I went to uh, the Empress Hotel in North Fitzroy on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And it was good. They did a good job, you know. And they're lucky because they've got three separate areas, so they can have 20 in each. So ah, it, felt, it felt fairly solid, you know. And are they the kind of thing where they go, hey... Are they policing it? Are they going, you're being too close? Are you, you know, you need to sit there, don't talk to that person. Hey, don't look at them. Don't talk to them. Don't talk to Adam. <laughs> there was a lot, well, I... My, don't, I, talk to I that weird, a, don't talk to that weird guy in the corner. Well, it, you know what, it actually looked like that because I was there by myself, so I had a table, like, in the corner away from everyone. So I looked like uh, the naughty child there, but... I didn't see anyone going from one table to another, so they didn't seem to have to police it, but I reckon they'd be up there, you know. they they, they got tasers behind the bar in case that, you know, sort of shit eventuates. Um, been kicking off at Adelaide Training, mate. I love a good punch. I love a good inter-club, intra-club punch-on. They are fun, aren't they? They are fun. They really are. They really turn and you kind of... Because they're so surprising. Because in your head, you think... These are the these are the best mates. You, you're best mates with everyone at the club, but you know if you're up against someone who's trying to take your position, and things get feisty. So what happened this afternoon? Uh, this only just happened at uh, Adelaide Training today. Was Kyle Hardigan and uh, Billy Frampton came to blows, and they, I can't tell which one's which. So I don't know who's who, but fuck, they threw some haymakers in there. They did go for it, yeah. So I couldn't really, yeah. I couldn't really pinpoint the the actual problem at the time, but but I. Yeah, I mean, I do. Yeah, I do love. I do love a training punch on, and well, I think Hardigan said to Frampton, "Frog cakes are better than fruit chops," <laughs> and yeah, he's just gotcha. gone, "You, are you fucking kidding me?" And he said, "Mate, the footbridge is fucking no good." And yeah, then sure. it was, it was on. Yeah, I mean, Frampton has been pretty mouthy about the tram to Glenelg. Okay, yes. to be honest, yeah. and 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 Hardigan's not having any of that. He's like, Fuck. "Yeah, you got to." You're going to pay a price for that. So, fuck, it's a palindrome, okay? Give it at that, yeah. please, okay? <laughs> and they just went. So, one of my favourite ones would have been, was it uh, Cloak and Levi a few years ago? No, Cameron Cloak and Satanta helped. Ah, uh, Satanta, yes, that's all right. Yeah, so Cameron Cloak was on his knees, Satanta punched him in the head, Cloak dropped to the ground, and then he kicked him up the ass. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. But I imagine these things are actually quite common, but we don't see them. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I reckon it would happen a lot because you just. You just get frustrated, and I think at training, probably one of the things that I reckon would happen is people going too far. Yeah, I reckon you're right. I reckon you're mucking around, um, and then pumping him up. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then and then someone kind of takes a hackle, a tackle, and and drives you into the ground, and you kind of go, yeah. wait a second, like we're training, like we're not doing hardcore right now. Now, if it was like you know, if the coach said go all out, then you know, if it's, no, it's no, all on. Michael, there's a phrase there. If the coach said bring your mouth guards, <laughs> then you know it's fucking on. You're yeah. fucking in. But if, you, if you're just standing there and the coach hasn't said, if you, even if you got it in, but he hasn't said bring your mouth guards, 
then it's not you're not allowed to uh, you know punch on like that. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, what was it a few weeks ago on? I think it was the Fox Footy podcast. I think Jordan Lewis was talking about how he got on a punch on with uh, Richie Vandenberg. And Richie Van in his first year, like in you oh, know, yeah, pre-season. I did read that. Yeah, and Richie was the captain at the time. But they kind of, I suppose, they're big enough and ugly enough to get <laughs> over it pretty quick. Yeah. Did you did you ever get a kind of strife with your teammates? I've never done that. Uh, no, I don't. I don't reckon I did. Like you'd, you'd be pissed off at people, but I never. I don't never remember punch-ons. But I, I did read that Richie Vandenberg, Jordan Lewis one, and they. Vandenberg said that he respected Jordan Lewis for doing that. Yeah, sure. Because he's like, oh, he's a first-year player, but he stood up for himself. Yeah. And therefore, I won't bash him again because he can come back at me twice as hard. Uh, the players are moving into their hubs now, man. It's, uh, it's happening now, isn't it? So West Coast and... Uh, so this happened the other day. West Coast and Frio were flying to the Gold Coast and they had... Uh, a truck, I think it was a truck, driving across country with all their surfboards and golf clubs. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, so they just loaded up the truck and they're not meant to be playing golf and surfing, but if if the restrictions kind of ease a bit further on over the next few weeks, they get to use them. So I think there was, someone said it was like a two-trailer truck. If that makes yeah. sense, I kind of don't really. I may not surprise you, Adam. Uh, I'm, I'm not totally familiar with the, the world of the trucky, although no. they do love some of my merchandise. <laughs> um, it's a it was, what you're describing is a B double. So the first truck uh, carriage was um, full of Nat Five stuff, and then <laughs> the rest was sunglasses. <laughs> uh, headphones, hairbands. Yeah, yeah, that sort of shit. All the stuff that he needs for yeah. Brand Five. Um, you know, singlets, you know, uh, yeah. uh, elastic bands for the hair. Yeah, all that sort of shit. The things that he needs and different types of mirrored sunnies for different situations. Like he, he may end up going to a funeral up there. He <laughs> needs funeral sunnies. Yeah, you know? he needs, he needs formal, formal, formal outfit. Yeah, that's right. You, you never know respects. where Netflix is going to be. So they talk about uh, the, some of the stuff they want. Okay, so they're going into hotels. And I actually looked up the resort where they're going to be. Uh, I'm not sure which teams are going to be at it, but it looked yeah. fine. Like it, it looked nice. But again, it was like a hotel. So there are any a little reviews? Bit, I didn't get on Yelp actually. That's actually really oh, fun. But dude, yeah. like, what if we do get on Yelp and look up that place, that resort, and see if any players have got on there and just be like, oh, you know, no drink cards, bullshit. Oh yeah, it's bullshit. Oh, <laughs> they said double bed. It's two single beds with a big double with a double sheet over it. Oh, I got to share it with the Ruckman. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Um, and so they talk about the player requests, which I th- actually kind of think of, I don't know, I think they're fair enough, but they talk about they want mm. uh, toasted sandwich makers. Um, well, who doesn't? Who doesn't love a toasty? They want PlayStations. But also I kind of think, well, wh- why does the AFL have to provide that when you can just bring your own? And they, and they also talk about that, that when they mm. do go away on interstate trips, they often do bring their own. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. To, to get the AFL, the AFL is already uh, hemorrhaging money, right? There's been no crowds. They had to remortgage Marvel Stadium, and they're going. Oh, you know what? Let's just fucking load up on uh, on PlayStations for the players. It's funny when, what you, these when you put it need. like that. Like they had to yeah. remortgage a fucking stadium. You know, like yeah. you know, people might get in financial tough. They oh, I've got to remortgage yeah. the house. You know, and that might be you know uh, that would put me 150 in the hole. <laughs> they re- they remortgaged a fucking stadium for half a billion dollars. Gil went into his super for the players. <laughs> 
That's a lot of money that he's tapped into there. You know, this this has been tough times for the AFL, Michael. I don't think people realise it. That's fucking all pair money right there, okay? Yeah, exactly. There are privileged children in South Australia who mm. don't have any uh, French uh, young women looking after them right now. Okay, think about that. That's how real the AFL is right now. Okay, that's yeah. where at crisis point. They don't know what bonjour means. <laughs> uh, so they want... Um, I think the main thing, actually, a lot of it seems to be, well, apart from like they want pool tables, they want table tennis tables. Yeah. Um, I think mainly the main thing actually is actually food based by the fact they don't have kitchens in the rooms. I checked that out when I looked at the resort rooms. Um, and so they actually want to kind of be able to cook their own food, which I actually. Which I think is totally understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the, the players for the preparation, there would be players still who, you know, weigh the meat and weigh the vegetables and, you know, want to have the correct portions. Because as a football player, you can't have a club sandwich three times a day. Yeah, and you can't walk up to a breakfast buffet and have hash browns and bacon and eggs and all that kind of stuff. So I think no. they've got to try and work out a way that they can actually try and cook their own food and have a bit of Yeah, and, and because you can't really have – who's ever put fresh food, like fresh vegetables into a uh, hotel fridge? Yes. That's never been done. Yes. I've never walked into a, uh, a hotel buffet. I was about to say Hawthorne Buffet. I've never walked into a hotel buffet and gone, mm, I'm going to feel better after this. <laughs> Max gone, man. Been talking about Max gone. Don't speak. It's about time. It's about time he was key. I'm, I'm with Pago on this. Get rid of Max gone. You, you get a haircut like that, and that tells me you're heading down. You know which street he's heading down, Michael? Oh, sheesh. Uh, it's not the one near Media Street, right? It is Media Street. Oh, shit. No way. Yeah. First year captain heading down Media Street already. So Dennis Pagan was on Footy Classified, I believe, and he said that if Den- if Max Gorn had shown up to the training with a haircut like that, mm. he would put him on the bench. Now, I'm not sure if that means Fuck. that he would just put him on the bench for the game or not pick him. So we need to get more clarification. I think we need to get Dennis Pagan on the phone now to clarify mm. what he meant, okay? Well, I reckon it would be a big, even bigger statement and it, it uh, would impact the club more if you chose him in the 22 and then never put him on the ground. Yeah, gotcha. So, I mean, you might have seen the pictures of it. So, And he goes, but I'm, I'm captain and I'm the best, the second best ruckman in the country. He goes, mate, you got a fucking mohawk. What are you thinking, mate? You can't ruck with that. So you can't be captain with that. You, can, you go out there, toss the coin, you'll probably lose it because of the haircut. So he has kind of like a, I suppose, a kind of mini blonde... Mohawk, would you call it that? Yeah, yeah. Luke's mohawk, yeah. Yeah, and got the big beard. But I wouldn't be surprised either if he shaves it off before the um before the game coming oh, up. Oh, you don't think he's going to go into it? I don't know. I, if I could get onto sports bets, or sorry, junk bet actually. Yep. Get onto <laughs> junk. Well, actually, I kind of own I own junk bet. So, well, I'll just pay myself out. Um, but <laughs> if I I've I have a sneaking hmm. suspicion he's going to get rid of it before the actual because I reckon I mean because what you know aren't there players running around with pink hair, blue hair? They've Done ridiculous. a number on whatever. Oh, um, I don't, I, what does what what this game become? <laughs> and, and I reckon they would kind of get rid of it kind of when push comes to shove. Well, here we go. This, this is what Pagan's um, uh, justifying why he does what he does. He says, I was coached by a hard taskmaster. Mm. You weren't even allowed to have beards with Ron Barassi. What the fuck? What, the guy's got a, had a shit moustache his whole career. That's fine. But you go the beard. All right, mate. You fucking, you show no respect to your club. You bum. What about Steve McCann? Did he play under Ron Barassi or was that a bit later? Uh, I reckon that would have been a bit later, yeah. Yeah, okay. 
Uh, but I also, yeah, I do wonder about that. Like, have you ever seen somebody with a beard and gotten too freaked out? But when you see a dude mm. with a mustache, you oh, go... But when you see a dude with a mustache, you go, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah, like you're you're an undercover cop. Pagan goes on. So he doesn't like the beards, which, you know, obviously Ron Barassi taught him that. But then Pagan says, when I see some of the players with buns on their heads, you shake your head and think, gee, what are we doing? Yeah, but also, can we just go back in time as well to fucking Dennis Pagan's hair back when he was coaching North Melbourne? Like The that, perm. The, yeah, that fucking the gentleman's perm. perm. Yeah, yeah, like it was a fucking horrific look. Horrific look. Yeah. And and he could have tied it up into a little bun as well himself. Mm. I mean, maybe that's the mark of the man. He didn't. But but, <laughs> it was, but you know, no, no one can look back at Dennis Pagan in 1993 and go, ooh, Ooh, I like I like that stylish look. Like <laughs> like you, you know when you go into like a barber or a hairdresser's and yeah, they have like yeah. pictures of just hair, like people yeah. modeling. Like no one's ever gone into a barber or a hairdresser and gone like, "Oh fuck, give me that. Give me the pagan." Yeah, give me the pagan, mate. I want pagan's I want pagan's mullet, not pagan's paddock. <laughs> oh fuck, we should trademark that. Yeah. Uh there's a lot of Eddie stuff going on, man. He's had a big week. Well, oh. he's had a big You know what? Pretty much since football uh stopped, he has just picked – he's been in fight after fight. It's almost it, – it's weekly, isn't it? You go, oh, who's Eddie Bloom with now? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, for, the, uh, for the people that have been listening to the show for the last, you know, seven years, I just want to say when we say Eddie, we mean uh, Eddie McGuire, <laughs> just, to, just to clear up any, yeah. any concern. So you in case you missed – no, sorry, in case you missed the first 249 episodes, <laughs> so Eddie he, McGuire. So he's cracked it at Port Adelaide again about the prison bar jumpers. Fucking Port Adelaide, mate. Who do they think they are? They wear a jumper for a hundred and what thirty-five years, and they think that they're allowed to wear that again, do they? I, I, I really can't get my head around it. Like the story of like when they can wear it, when they can't wear it. What well, it- they want to wear it for every showdown now. So now, when they want to wear it, they have to get permission from Eddie. Oh God! And I, I think that's almost like in the. You know, when they came into the uh, competition, they had it pretty much written in the contract that you cannot wear the black and white stripes because that is Collingwood, right? And you know how Eddie's always going, we are black and white. We've never changed black and white. We've never done it. Even though in the early 90s, they wore a jumper that had a magpie on the front as a part of their logo. They've never, ever, you know, deferred from that. That's the big thing. He keeps on talking about how like we don't change our jumper, but you look on the yeah. in the history of it, and they've they've got oh, multitude. Yeah, like there many many times when they have had different jumpers. Now they they haven't varied from the black and white like other teams have. You know, like no. you know, maybe kind of gone as other added a few colours or two, but they definitely have had fucking animated Collingwood uh, magpies on the top of the uh, on front of the jumper. Absolutely, and it used to be white on black, and then it was black on white, wasn't it? Like they have made they have made variations to it. It hasn't been the same since they were, um, you know, brought into the competition. And also, like the idea that you kind of talk about. Well, we talk about they had to get permission from Eddie, and this is how mm. forward thinking he is, right? Mm. That when Port came into the competition, he wasn't even yeah. president of Collingwood yet. No, That's no, how no. fucking forward thinking that contract oh. was. Yeah, he knew. He knew ahead. He went into that meeting. And just sat there with that uh, whoever the Collingwood president was then, and said, "Oh mate, don't let him, don't let him at the prison bars." Because you know what? When I see a showdown, I often think, "Why are Collingwood playing in a showdown?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are they doing out there? How come? Why is Justin Westhoff? When did he get transferred to Collingwood? Fuck, like it's just been a lot of trades over this break. I didn't, I didn't know that that a mini draft during the break between yeah. round one and two. 
And they, yeah, they traded almost 22 players. Ken Hinckley is now coaching Collingwood. When did Bucks get the arse? Fucking big break. I just don't understand it. I can tell, I get, I'm, I'm on Eddie's side here. I'm sorry, Port Adelaide. You've got 150 years of history and the most successful professional sporting team in the history of the uh, football competition. But you've got to defer to Collingwood, man, as we all do. Um, can you tell me, do, do, do you care about jump as much? Like, I mean, if the Blues walk out in a kind of, you know, blue and grey striped top tomorrow, like, would that bother you? Like, I, I really don't care about what they wear. I mean, you know, Carlton's had a couple of shockers over the last few years, but I, not overly, it depends on how much it had changed. I kind of like Carlton's alternative strip now, which is the white with the blue insignia. Yeah. So it's a, re- a re- negative of the of the other one. Um, the other ones they've kind of tried, that one was like a wolf grey a couple of years ago. That yeah. was just shit. Yeah, gotcha. But apart from that, not really. But what about you? You guys have had some fucking stinkers in yeah. your recent time. I mean, we had that Power Ranger one or whatever. I don't know what that was really, but it's like... Yeah. But when I look at it, also I go like, isn't really just a way to kind of make more money, like sell more um, jumpers? So, you know, buy an alternative and... Uh, and also, like, they're probably, I reckon there are probably jumpers out there designed specifically to target children. So they go, oh, yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I reckon there are some out there that do that. They kind of make it a bit more fancy yeah, like, and colourful. Right, and you go, like, you know. When when Essendon had that Dora the Explorer jumper for a few years. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so I, the kids would get on board. I'm what? really not too fast. Like, I mean, I think, remember the kerfuffle when um, Richmond had to well, wear their Clash jumper for the grand final? Yeah. Yeah. And you go, mm, what are you going to take? The premiership or the jumper? Yeah, I, I get it. But also, you also have the worst uniform in the competition. But that's another thing too. The people go brown and gold or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. I don't ca- I don't care what it looks like. Like I don't look I don't look at jumpers as fashion, you know? Like if I rocked up to Yeah, that's cuz you can't because your jumper is awful. But you know what the lucky thing is here, Michael, is it's not just Australians who are going to get to hear Eddie Maguire anymore. The American market here, you, here we go. Like, if you're, uh, we've got, a, I know we've got a few American listeners. Uh, get set to hear the great Eddie. You know what I think is great? So, Eddie is going to be on Sirius XM, which is a satellite radio. Is that how it operates over in the States? Yep. And what I love is Eddie's gone, I don't feel like I'm busy enough at the moment. Nah, I haven't got much on at the minute. Nah. I'm only doing Breaking Radio. Yeah. I do um, uh, a little show called Millionaire. Yep. I am on Fox Footy all weekend. I call all the games on the Friday nights and uh, part of the coverage all weekend. And you know what my family said to me? They said, Dad, why don't you find a hobby? You know what I find as well. And he, I mean, let's not forget like the boards and, you know, that he's on and the like. But you know what I find, I find in life, if you take on 12 jobs, that means mm. you do everyone well. You know, you do every <laughs> single one of them to the foremost yep. of your ability and yeah, you don't absolutely. maybe every now and then just fucking crack and have a fucking meltdown. No, because you're so focused on what you're doing that you, you put all it, you know, everything into it. So he's going to do a weekly show on Sirius XM uh, mm. Thursday night for the remainder of the AFL season. Okay. Fuck, man. I mean, I, yeah, I get it. Like, good on you. I mean, it's going to be called Aussie Football Rules America. Um, and Thursday night, so that would be Thursday night American time, I suppose. Um so they can talk about the Thursday night games, I suppose. As they oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, which the American people, um, if you, I don't know if you've noticed, uh, paid close attention. I've been watching a lot of CNN. And aside from, uh, like, the, you know, talking about the race riots and, and the looting and stuff, the one thing, the, sort of the third thing that falls in line is the people chanting, 
we need an AFL radio show. Yeah, yeah, that's satellite the vibe radio. I was getting from the news media as well. Yeah, and, and people power has spoken. I mean, that's how they got this. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, for a lot of the kind of Trump and Biden stuff has kind of fallen by the wayside because they... Absolutely. I mean, they'll, they'll be have showing protests at the White House and then they'll mm. go, we've got breaking news. Yeah. Um, Eddie McGuire is hosting a... <laughs> A radio show on Sirius, but you know, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm Adam. I'm not being bitter, okay. I'm not being angry, even. I'm not being angry. You never are. I've never heard you angry. But the great thing about Sirius um, XM, yeah, yep, is that it um is a different category under the FCC. So if you're on, uh, I suppose, normal radio. You're not allowed to say the words fucking shit. And Which is why um, Howard Stern is on Sirius. Yes, yes. And that is why I'm a little bit annoyed that we didn't get the <laughs> tap on the shoulder by the fact that, I mean, satellite radio is fucking yeah. our ballpark, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's the dark web of radio <laughs> and it is, it is built for us. If and any two people belong on that network, yeah. Who better you. to bring mm. Australian rules football mm. To the heartland of America than the people who sell a stubby holder that says it's Gatorade Bukaki time. And I mean, how many what times? better way to learn? How many times have you heard the word Bukaki on normal radio in Australia? Like, I mean, very rarely, but it, it, only in context. And yeah, <laughs> only when I'd call up SEN. <laughs> <laughs> but we could go loose. We could get real loose with our own American show. So if there, there might be a bit of money left over if they want to kind of. Throw us a bone. We can do it. Well, if they, if they want to hear more about you know, Australian rules footy, we're, we're the men. We'll do a we're companion 250 show. 250 shows deep, mate. Eddie hasn't done 250 shows on Sirius. Um, I'll tell you about another show Eddie's going to do. Oh, here we go. What else? So it's pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. Okay, good, good. A lot of Eddie's stuff this week. So mm. uh, I think if you throw down about 15 bucks, you get to – I don't actually know if it's like a – Zoom chat or some kind of, you know, okay. online link. So who's he talking to? Pick me up. He's talking to Michael Jordan's agent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's, you know what? When I was watching the whole last dance, I kept thinking, when are they getting to the episode about the agent? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. We didn't hear too much from him. I'm not totally sure and of his name. He's coming up now. Uh, I wanted to hear from him. I wanted to go. Did he get uh, 4% cut? Was he 5%? Hmm. How did he, you know... Did he get uh, Michael extra holidays during the year? What were the sponsorship deals like? They're the, no one gives a fuck about the three-peat or no. the last fucking dance or the fact that he, you know, Jordan went and played baseball for a while and then came back. The fucking people want to know who his age was. Who else has he got on his books? We don't even know that. For sure, for sure. I mean, the doco kind of showed Steve Kerr, Scotty Pippen, um, yeah. Phil Jackson, Dennis Rodman, of course. But the whole time I was there going... Fuck, you know, ep one, no agent. Ep two, no, no. agent. I've got to. When's you know, it coming? I'm like, when's the episode devoted to the agent? You know, because I know when I, when I may I've get to meet a famous person or someone mm. I admire and respect, yeah. um, and I, I, you know, I shake their hand and I kind of look yeah, them yeah. in the eye and I say, "Where's your agent?" Cause oh, absolutely. That's the person. You know, you want to see the person who's standing five meters behind the the talented person kind of looking at their phone and feeling weird about talking to the talented person in case they say, no, we don't want to work with you anymore. And they go, oh, but you know, you did everything great. You were great. You were great tonight. You were great. You are fantastic. You are fantastic. I've often, uh, I've got hold of Dusty and said, Dusty, 
can you hook me up with a meeting with Ralph Carr? <laughs> can, you, can I talk to Ralph Carr? And, you know, oftentimes I, I've never gotten to speak to Ralph Carr and I've wanted to. I want to know from the great man. So it's uh, $14.95. It's pretty cheap. At www. Well, you don't need that anymore. 20, 23. So the word 23.com.au. Uh, so I think they're kind of like a um, events kind of company. Okay. And Eddie's a director on the thing. But again, obviously, there's no such thing as conflict of interest. No, uh, never heard of it. <laughs> so you can hear from David Falk. Wait a second. Why am I doing a fucking plug for it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't give a shit about this shit. So I actually thought the last dance referred to his last contract. So that's why I was misled completely by ESPN. Fuck, man. Ah, oh, man. 15 bucks to do like an interview. Like, it's the kind of thing you should kind of just film and then put on YouTube or something. Like, it's like an interesting interesting kind of um, chat. But Oh, no, but you've got to monetize it, mate, because there'd be billions of people around the world, as yeah. we will be, Fuck. who want to tune in to hear from Michael Jordan's... Uh, Manager. Uh, Footy's ha- back. Yeah, yeah. And they. Oh, you don't sound excited. No, no, no. I'm just thinking. I'm. I'm just looking at the, the, the idea that they're going to spend eighty hours mm. disinfecting the guy, the ground. Yeah. Before and after. So I think that before might be. Before and after. I feel like that might be forty before and forty after. By the fact there might be tight turnaround. Yeah. So they spend the two days. That well, that can't be right because there's not enough hours. If how many games? Or say in. The Gold Coast. Will there be one game at Metricon and one game at the Gabba each weekend? Is that it? Is there ever double headers at a at a ground? I, I mean, what, it has to be in Melbourne. I tell you what, that is. That's a fucking question mm. without notice. Fuck. Sorry. No, I think two hundred fifty episodes. I haven't learned to feel, give you notice. I feel like in this fixture they don't have double headers yet, but I might be cut, I might be totally wrong with that. Yep. Um, but they're going to clean the, They're going to wipe down But at the same time I mean, You know Cleaning would be a tough job But also at the same time Like by the fact There's no foot traffic And you know If you've got to clean You know Toilet showers Oh yeah Because I, I was thinking You've got to clean All the seats and stuff Yeah, but you, no, don't, yeah you don't you have actually, to touch the ground Yeah So it's actually Actually Not a bad job I might put my hand up for it You know Head up Mate you go the, in You've fucking bit of spray and wipe On the benches In the coaches box In the club rooms Bit of Bit of Glen 20 And That's I it Reckon uh, maybe Burn I'm, a scented candle Maybe I'm an idiot with this one as well, but I reckon it might be worthwhile to say to the players, "Hey, we'll do the meeting, but then mm. we don't we don't need to shower here, you know. Like yep, yep. head home and just shower at home, you know. So we kind of don't need to kind of get too fussy about cleaning things as well. But I would say if you've no, nah, you'd want to because you've been tackled by the opposition, so you would actually want to leave the ground as clean as possible, would you not? Uh, that's actually a good question as well. Yeah, fuck. And we, while you're showering, when you come out, uh, stay all sudsy. Wipe a few things down before you dry yourself off. Let the let the players, because you know Trent Cotchin, he cleans the rooms before he leaves. You that's know, he right. Picks up all the bottles. That's and a really stuff. good point. So then, okay, if he's taking a bit of a pay cut, mm. why don't they forego the cleaning contract and just get yeah. Koch to go around the MCG Koch. every week and do the cleaning? Yeah, or you nominate one player from each team. To stick around. All right, so whoever plays the worst, as deemed by the coaches... That's a really good point, yeah. You go, mate. You had a shocker. Uh, looks like you stick around for another 15 hours. Give this place a bit of spit and pot. Well, not don't spit, just polish. <laughs> give, it a, give it a polish, mate. Clean it up. And they're talking a little bit about the... Uh, we'll wrap it up shortly, folks, but they're talking a little about what they're going to do with the innovations for the coverage, and I think they're still a bit undecided about what they're going to do. Yeah. And also it's a bit undecided by the fact that uh, different grounds, I reckon, would have different capabilities, you know? 
um, what can go around the boundary or how they can showcase the ground. I found it interesting, I'd, and I'd recommend the Junk Timers out there to watch the um, some highlights of the Bundesliga, the Germany. How did they go? So I only watched one clip, but they had uh, the non-camera side. They had, for that particular team, they had that covered in like a big tarp of the team's yep. name mm-hmm. or maybe the team's motto. But they were feeding in crowd noise, like the chanting and the... Um, yeah, right. And when they kick a goal, they'd, be, they'd go mental. And then when they kind of have a good shot, they'd go, you know, well done. Ooh. You know, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I don't know if you watched the uh, NRL over the last week, but they, they were, it felt like there was someone like at a mixing desk kind yeah, of. Yeah, just pump, pushing it up and pulling it down. It did, did, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it felt like they needed Murray Trigoning. And I did. But hey, hey, nurse. <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. yeah. That'd be a great sound effect. Folks are dumb where I come from. Yeah. And if you Fuck. are old enough to know that reference, then you are fucking old. And so they, 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 they did, but on the German coverage, and I'm not sure if it's pumped into the stadium. I couldn't actually, I can't actually work that out. I yeah, that's, I was going to ask you that about the NRL because. It comes through on the coverage, but I do wonder whether they can hear that at the ground. Yeah, so. and the German the German coverage, um, the crowd was much louder, like way louder. And so yep. therefore I go, are the player, would the players be annoyed by that? Would they be like, oh, we can't, you know, how much can we hear? Yeah, we want to be able to hear. Yeah, yeah. at yeah. least let us, let yeah. us hear it, yeah. Mm. So I reckon the AFL coverage, I reckon they're going to put crowd noise over it, I reckon. But St Kilda are going to have um, something down at the Dramana Drive-In. So you can go down to the drive-ins and watch the game down there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So they did that for the Brisbane Broncos the last two uh, rounds to, you know, sit in your car and watch them get smashed 59 to 0. So if you're a Saints fan, you can go down to the Dramana Drive-ins and sit in the car and, you know, watch the Saints. So does that mean that maybe we're not too far away from, say, you know, putting a big screen at, you know, Punt Right Oval and then Richmond people can come in and sit? two metres apart and watch it there? Uh, I guess once they allow big-ish crowds around, because we're still limited to 50 or 100, aren't we? Of course, yeah. Sorry. But if they're in, the, in their cars, they kind of keep them there. Yeah, sorry, that was stupid. Mate, that was, that was stupidity without notice. We're going to do a football in real life, uh, but we want to give a big pump up to um, MND. So they had the big freeze uh, today. Yeah. Players went down the slides. Yeah, and they, they was a little bit different. They had to do it around the club, but they everyone, uh, mate, you know what they did, Michael? They got around it. They got around Neil Danaher. They got around Freeze M&D. You can get your beanies from uh, Coles or Bunnings. Uh, if you want to grab one, I grabbed one on Saturday, my little Freeze M&D six beanie. And I've uh, got to say, now I, uh, I, do, I do have a big noggin, but whew, they're made for people with tiny heads, I tell you. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, ca- I can't wear it for very long because it's, um, I'll black out. And also shout out to the clubs for putting that kind of stuff together by the fact that you know they're not fucking TV production houses, you know, you know. No, that's right. They've you know got their cameras and the like, but they have to kind of you know work out angles and time. There's you know limited time, obviously, with you know, yeah, people around. Yeah, footballers. Footballers have no spare time on their hands. So good on them. So yeah, get around. What's the what's the website again, Michael? Fightmnd.org.au. Yeah. So we got one here from James. Football in real life. Back during my uni days, I was a local fresh food boy working at one of the Woolies down near the Cattery. Get in your park. There you go. While I was operating the checkouts, I was lucky enough to serve some big names like Gary Ablett Jr. and some big boys like William Brownless. Huh. Oh, there you go. I hope you never saw his wallet. I am an Eston supporter and I still love seeing 
I mean, that'd be funny, wouldn't it? When Big Billy comes into the shop and you kind yeah. of... Because, I mean, I find sometimes like I take the card out and might have to put the wallet on the counter if I've got my hands full. And, yeah. and fuck, you know, fucking Big Billy... People are looking at it. Yeah, they're like, yeah. I, want to, I want to touch that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to lay my hands on that. I'm an Essendon supporter, uh, but I still love seeing the Geelong boys come in. And one of my favourite footballers in r- real life was Stevie J. Stevie J would come in almost weekly just to buy a block of plain Cadbury chocolate. But not those oh. 180 gram blocks. These big chompers needed the huge 350 gram ones. Okay, that, that's a that's a lot of chocolate. So so 180 gram would that be like the the small strip of like five or six pieces? Would that be right? No, no, I reckon oh, okay. the 180 is a bigger one than that. But the 350 the the 350 one I reckon is the one they might call a family pack. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. You know, Any, it's like a size of a small laptop. Anyone, oh, sorry, uh, iPad. Anyway, I started off by saying hi with a bit of small talk about how thing, how it's training. Should I bring you into my super coach team? You know, I, I, that actually brings an interesting question. Do you think players would get offended if they if you told them they weren't in your super coach team? I reckon, depending on their position, like if you said to say Jacob Wiedering, you're not in my um, Super coach team, he'd be like, "Yeah, I'm a backman. I'm not going to score that highly." Uh, yep. But if you made a choice to say Max Gorn and said, "Nah, you didn't get, make the cut," he'd be like, "But I'm one of the best in the in the comp, mate. Yeah, You're just sure. trying to save money, you dirty dog." Yeah, but why would Dennis Pagan be having a crack at him like that? He already, <laughs> he already knows <laughs> yeah. it on the bench. Yeah, that's true. Uh, as he came through checkout, uh, which was awesome, uh, but then he would stop cu- stop coming through my checkout and would go through mm. self serve. I quickly became aware of this, so I uh, saw him. So if I saw him come to the store, I'd find a moment to quietly get off my register and go loiter around the self-serve area <laughs> where he'd have to talk to me. Now, this happened towards the end of the 2015 season. There was talk about my beloved Essendon boys being suspended. Ah, oh, I mean, lucky that never happened. Phew. Sheesh. Yeah. Uh, also, rumours that Stevie J was staying at Geelong. I uh, wasn't. Wasn't staying, staying at Geelong. Yeah. Uh, so the convos eventually uh, turned into me asking, begging him to go to Essendon. Now, he would laugh it off at first, but I was quite serious about it. <laughs> I think it's fucking it sounds like harassment. But it's also great recruiting. <laughs> yeah, uh, abs- yeah, that's a good point. Uh, uh, so to remind Stevie J one more time, I was uh, able, to get in, oh, able to get into the Geelong change rooms for their last games of the season as one of my friend's brother played for them for a time. I'm going to say that was um, uh, Gavin Axel. Uh, <laughs> as I was in the change room, Stevie J saw me and was like, what the hell are you doing here? We had a quick laugh, but I could tell he was dying on the inside as this kid from Woolies <laughs> wouldn't leave him alone. <laughs> but could you imagine? He'd be like, hey, where do I know that face from? And yeah. he's like, fuck, the fucking Woolies guy. <laughs> no wonder he left Geelong. Oh, fuck, yeah. Um, with a bit of chocolate. Kind of lure enticing. Get a family <laughs> Yeah, block. yeah. Uh, anyway, I didn't see Stevie after that because he fucked off to the Giants, even though his old teammate Chappie was playing for the Dons and both Kelly and Stokes decided to go too. Actually, uh, uh, that's actually a good point. Like, he would have had a few mates there, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't believe Chappie was one of his. Didn't they box on at training? Oh, hopefully, but, you know, mates are mates. Um, True. But he did go to play. Well, he didn't play in the 2016 prelim. He was suspended for that, but he did play in the 2017. Yep. That was his final game. Uh, we probably forgot about all the times I asked him to wear the red and black because I'm sure he would have loved to join his Geelong teammates. teammates. Yeah, sorry, I had to scroll down. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm up in Brisbane now, so I'll have to make a trip down to the Goldie to harass more football players to join us. And ha-ha. Hey, by the way, 
um, James, fucking do that because like it's been not light on for footballers in real life, but they've obviously we've been isolated and so people haven't seen people around as much. So yeah, I, f- I feel like James, I believe in you, and with <laughs> <laughs> with four teams at the Goldie, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna have to be a little bit out and about. Yeah, um, and also your level of harassment uh, tells us that you will make that trip down the coast. Go for your life, man. Like, yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll, yeah, we need the content. Yeah, thank you, John. Uh, James, we appreciate it. I'll tell you what else we appreciate. We appreciate everyone who subscribes to our Patreon. Jump on board, patreon.com slash junktimeaflpod. Thanks, junk timers. And we are going to finish off now with the uh, uh, highlights of our first episode from round one of 2014. Uh, we are Junktime Alpha G Junktime Alpha Pod at gmail.com. We are Junktime Alpha Pod at Facebook and Twitter, uh, on Hinge, Snapchat, TikTok, and the Gram. Gonna hit the road. Go Hawks. Go Blues. Hello and welcome to the first ever edition of the Junktime AFL podcast. My name is Michael Chamberlain. Joining me here in Wayne Jackson Studios is a man who has repeatedly been told by the AFL to stop associating with bikies. It is the lovely Adam Rosenbachs. Thank you, mate. They're not uh, bikies. They're my physicians. And your neck tat's looking fantastic. Well, thank you. Let's just get into... um into details here, we've already got our premier. I mean, we don't have to play out the rest of the season. GWS. GWS. Yeah. Over the top of the Swans, kicking, what was it, six goals in the last quarter to zero. Yeah. In Sydney, the Battle of the Bridge, it's over. Yeah, it was enormous, wasn't it? It was It was so much fun. They're going 25 and 0 this year. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, they, they, they will not lose. I mean, sure, they were uh, $11 outsiders for that particular game. Yeah. But now that they've shown that they can uh, kick goals with ease. In against, the rain. In the rain. <laughs> I mean, imagine them in the dry. Yeah. That would have been a 12-goal last quarter, easily. I'm completely on board. I'm orange and charcoal through and through. Yeah, I am, I'm singing the theme song. We are the Giants, yeah. the greatest Giants of all. It actually felt like an actual game down at Homebush for the first time yeah. in that there was actually people there and they, you got the feeling they weren't just people the AFL had thrown tickets at when yeah. they were just having a look at the old Olympic sites. So yeah, a whole bunch of Romanian tourists in there going, this is where we want gold in in the weightlifting. Which is interesting that they did the weightlifting outdoors, but good on them. You know, I, I like that they did that. But um, it, it was fantastic because there was actual genuine excitement yep. when not only they were keeping up, but then they got in front and people were going crazy for it and it was yeah. great. Dude. You know what they are? They've, they've done so many different things. I've been I've been reading a little bit about the GWS because they are going to be premiers for 2014, 15, 16. Yep. Um, and just the household names of... Um, oh, just roll off the tongue, don't they? Oh, there's, uh, there's that that kid. You've got a Trelaw in there. Definitely a Trelaw. A Scully. Uh-huh. Because I remember the Melbourne Is that his dad? Uh, uh, Patton and Cameron. Yep. Which too, they sound that the, sounds imposing. Yep, the, the general. And, and then and after Cameron. that, and Cameron's his surname, isn't it? I think. Yeah, Cameron Patton's a good player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I do like him. There's no reason why they shouldn't be good, considering they have 27 first round draft picks. Yeah, that is an entire entire list made up of people of cream of the crop of the best in the country. Yeah, and Josh Hunt. The only people. That's very nice. <laughs> you know, the only team I can think of who had that many high draft picks was Carlton during the Dennis Pagan era. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Mick McGuan, we got him early. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, he was good. Uh, Mick Martin. Legend. Daniel Harvard. Yep. Yep. Uh, we got a couple of Hawthorne legends. Was it, uh, was it Glenn Bowyer? 
Uh, yeah, you got him. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brett, Brett Johnson, I believe. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, you you missed out on Ricky Nixon and Justin Crawford, <laughs> but you you definitely got the big guns. What did we think of the okay um, GWS v the Swans? There was a, a wild storm during the first quarter, yep. and the players uh, were taken into the rooms. Um, for an extended break at the quarter time break, so they weren't exposed to the inclement weather. What did you think of that? Soft. Yeah, I soft. Agree. You know what I love though? It's like, all right, get everyone else indoors. Leave the fans out there. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. We can afford because you actually can't afford to lose GWS supporters. Yeah, they're going to put them in cotton wool. You can't have them going down. You, you lose two of them, you lost half your cheer squad. There should be a bunker underneath the ground for the G. <laughs> if, if, I don't know if the last couple of years if you have been to a GWS match, but their cheer squad. And when it is outside Melbourne, you yes. understand in Sydney, and yeah. also you go, well, it's, you know, people do find it tricky to get to Homebush, so you can't expect everybody to yeah, go. Yeah, that's All right. three members of the Chiefs <laughs> yeah, to be yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, but when they're in Melbourne, I mean... I, it's incredible, isn't it? it? Just when GWS would kick a goal and the, <laughs> the apathy. Well, you, no, you can actually hear, because I saw them in their first year, and you can hear people in the crowd mumbling that yeah. they got a goal. Yeah. And you just Generally, at a football game, you're not supposed to hear mumbling. Yeah. You know, the only time you kind of hear that kind of silence is during the minute silence, <laughs> you know, on Anzac Day. But uh, you're not supposed to hear that kind of thing. So I just think protect their uh, supporters a little bit more. Yeah. And don't you want – I want the players. I mean, they're talking about, you know, they're protecting them from concussions. It's getting soft. If you are struck by lightning, I'm sure there's some sort of large surgery that is apt for that, mm-hmm. that will get you back out on the field slightly charred within weeks. Well, why not bring a rule into it, say, if you get hit by lightning, it's nine points. It's a super goal. I'd love that. But you know who I really feel sorry for during the lightning storm? I know the players are exposed, but I feel sorry for the goal umpires. You're standing next to two 18-metre uh, metal yep. poles, <laughs> <laughs> just waiting, just thinking. Oh, so this is how Benjamin Franklin worked it out. He yeah. was a goal umpire. <laughs> Hey, yeah, we should probably explain a little bit about ourselves, um, just to give people a background of what we um, what we are as human beings. Mm. Um, I'm a huge Hawthorne fan. Uh, I am a well, I put a, a cocky Hawthorne fan. You all are. Uh, you don't have to put cocky when you say Hawthorne fan. <laughs> now it's just assumed that you all you've won two flags in five years, and God, you don't hear the end of it. Although we're about to have our GWS years of domination. Yep, good. Uh, so good, good. You know, uh, but also uh, you're a a Carlton fan was you were was yeah I went to the game last night so that ended okay our premiership sure. window uh, apparently was open did you throw your membership on the ground it was open I'm too high up for that I've been oh, to games the... with you and you can get pretty foul mouthed you and your mates were you there with a few people or by yourself no I was there with a few people but I noticed that there was a young girl uh, sitting near me so I just laid into her you know, I have noticed kind of at games that you you don't let the fact that there are small children sitting <laughs> around you to to stop you from quite vocally dropping the C-bomb C-bomb uh, I've never said the C-bomb in a game of football shh that's that. don't lie to the podcast people <laughs> Uh, you get you get pretty foul mouth. So I imagine what level were you at last night? Um, more just disbelief. It's round one, you know. You, you, you're excited by round one, and then just for the team to come out and uh, apparently we we're not fit enough. That's what Mick Malthouse said. They weren't fit enough, and Port Adelaide were fit. And I just want to know what the fuck were we doing in Arizona? Yeah. What are we doing there? Just going checking out the sites of Arizona. Maybe checking out some of their flora and fauna. Like, we, we know if we're in a trivia competition and anything Arizona-based comes up, <laughs> Carlton will kick your ass. But as for walking up a mountain and getting fit out of that, 
We didn't do that. That's really weird to say that in round one that we're not fit enough. Well, they, they say that uh, the fitness base that you, that you build into yourself, it doesn't come into effect till later in the season. You're able to run out games. So it's great when we're uh, one and 18, yeah. we are going to be running out those last four junk games. Oh, dude, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 the rise from 18th to 16th in oh. those final four rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, will, we will drop a couple of draft picks like no other side can. Dude, that's a, it's a really weird. Well, Malthouse isn't actually... I don't know, man. He... Well, don't you know, mate? He said we're in a premiership window. Well, that's so the thing. What are you that's doubting? Thing. Yeah, we're, we're the second year into the, the, the Mick Malthouse revenge tour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is pretty much... Basically, it's culminating to... His grand ambition is to win a premiership. He can get up on that stage, mm. pick up the cup, mm. and then say into the microphone in a loud, clear voice, go fuck yourself, Eddie Maguire. <laughs> The thing about Travis Cloak's uh, Instagram oh, is that yeah. it's uh, Travis Cloak, no, Travis32 Cloak, mm-hmm. if you want to find it. So this is what we found. And, um, oh, man, the dude, the dude's great. So this is Valentine's Day of this year. Yep. It's got a picture of a brand-new Harley-Davidson motorbike. Oh. Uh, it says, stuff flowers, chocolate, cards, and all that rubbish when you can buy yourself a new Harley. Now, this thing I love about Trav, he loves a hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag. Happy Valentine's Day to me. Hashtag single and saving money. Not really true. Hashtag <laughs> hog life. Hashtag let's ride. Hashtag beast. Hashtag you hear me rolling. Rolling or rolling? Uh, rolling, yeah. Aww. Which is actually one of the few words spelt correctly in that whole thing. <laughs> Christmas time. Mm. Very special moment right, in, we the, go. in the Cloak what family. Got? What do you got, Cloaky? You know, Cam... Kem gathers around yep. with uh, Trav and uh, Jason, Jason yep. and uh, David, yep. and it says Christmas tree. Take a picture of a Christmas tree. Is it too soon to have this up? Hashtag Christmas best time of the year. Hashtag ho, ho, ho. Bang. Hashtag first Christmas tree in the new house. Hashtag big silver balls. <laughs> Hashtag big kid at heart. Hashtag matching wrapping. Hashtag Santa sit on my lap. Yeah. Wow. What a what a way to celebrate the birth of your Lord and Saviour <laughs> with a hashtag big silver balls. <laughs> Which uh, he later on tried to kick through the door of his house <laughs> and completely missed. Yep. Kicked it into the neighbour's pool. <laughs> now this is my favourite one. Okay. Okay. We'll finish off this one. September 27 last year. So around about grand final time. Yep. Uh, there was a picture of a brand new car or a car out the front of what would be Travis, uh, Travis's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, the front windscreen was broken, oh, like no. a driver's side window. Oh, not the premiership window. Uh, nice. Um, and it had said, great way to wake up this morning. Thought moving to Q would stop all this happening, but guess not. Hashtag. Love <laughs> <laughs> <his> hashtags. <laughs> and can I guess? Yeah, no, you'll never get it. Oh, Go okay. for it. Uh, man. Hashtag. Oh, what would he write? Hashtag broken dreams? Uh, not quite. There's <sighs> no hashtag. Okay. Swanee, what'd you do that for? No, it was hashtag low life piece of shit. Yep. Hashtag enjoy your new shoes. Hashtag. Come knock on my door next time. I'll kick your head in. That was a tricky one to read because that's quite a long hashtag. Yeah, it's a big hashtag. And there's, this is my favourite Did you one. click on that hashtag just to see if that other people have... Oh, that's been trending all year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's my favourite one to round off. Mm. And it said, hashtag, no Melbourne show for me today. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Trav, I love you. I love your Instagram. So, Everybody, get onto Trav32Cloak Instagram. Yep, do it. And so, if you are at the Melbourne show next year or this year and you hear a Harley Davidson approaching, <laughs> you know Travis Cloak is on his way. Oh, dude, he's going to the, he's gonna get on the Gravitron. <laughs> Poor Trav. But oh. I don't see why he couldn't have gone to. There are tram, trains, there are trams. Go to. What's. A broken window shouldn't stop a man from going to the show. What kind of world do we live in where a broken window stops a man from going to the Royal Show and buying himself a fucking little Collingwood show bag? A sad one. A very sad one, mate. Hashtag sad one. <laughs> Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.